Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Vibe with Five is back for another season. And now available on audio, part of the ACAST Creator Network. And please, don't forget to give us a five-star rating. It's important. We're trying to build our audio community for you. The players, you put a bunch of players, it doesn't matter who, what players go out there, they've got the Man United shirt on, the least you expect is a work ethic. And that wasn't there. Throw the kids in. Because you know why? Because when you don't get effort, you don't deserve to get the shirt. Ralph Raniak was absolutely bang on. He told people exactly how it is. He saw it for what it was. He saw that a lot of these players aren't good enough and you're going to need a, need a mass turnover of players. Now, if Eric Ten Hag could say, listen, I'm going to get rid of all of these players here and start with another 11, I think he would. I think he actually would. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Monday that I've been looking forward to. Myself, Joel Bale, the proud Arsenal fan, alongside... Rio Ferdinand crying somewhere in London. And yes, of course, Stephen Housen getting slapped up 4-0 twice. Not only, not only by his local team, but also Man United losing to Brentford. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, let me take a sip. Hold on. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Let's get into it, man. I saw you guys crying over the weekend, by the way, that video you did. It's hit like almost 300,000 views. Just bare tears. I bought some tissues for you as well, just in case you need them. Please, Rio, can you talk to us for those who didn't get I'm to hear on the weekend? Shapsley, Shapsley, Rio, what happened? What happened? You guys got battered over there at Brentford. Talk to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, we weren't good enough. There's no excuses going to be made. This show doesn't... We, we're not about making excuses on there. You've got to be real. You're, you're trying to clean up your act from last season and be a bit more truthful and real about your team. So we're, we're doing the same over here. So, um, listen, there's no, there's no... You can't twist it any other way. We were shit. We were poor. We didn't turn up. The manager said it himself after the game. You, you don't approach these games properly. You get beat. And that is exactly what happened. And I think that no one player on that pitch could come off there and go, you know what? I played to it anywhere near my capacity. I, I worked as hard as I could have. Um, I, w- I did this, showed the correct desire that's needed to be a, a, a Man United player. You know what? Forget being a Man United player. Being a professional footballer. Like the desire you need to be a professional footballer, you can't switch that on and off. And for me at the moment, and the fans that go to the games or watching anywhere around the world, you know what, listen, I, I, I'm walking through the streets of London, I'm on London Transport. The way that I'm getting stopped now and the energy people are coming to me with is unbelievable. Like I can't, I can't understand. People are even saying hello or, oh, are you okay? We are Man United and it's... They want to sit down convo and how we can break down Man United and, and fix fix what's going wrong, fix like stop the rot. It's it's unreal, man. And it's like like serious conversations. I'm not talking like it's like real. Like what is going on? What are we doing? What's going on at the club? And I'm like, bro, I can't. I'm not there. But the players, man. We, we spoke. We spoke about on when me and Steve went live the other day um, on Saturday after the game when we were in total shock. We spoke about the ownership, etc. But the players. 
they need to stand and take responsibility. And this, like we said, it's not been going on for two minutes or a couple of games. This is going on since like this is a hangover again from last season and, and, and even before that. Players are not pulling their weight. They're not seem to be working hard enough. And the manager, I think uh, he, you can't sit and blame him. Yes, tactically, I think he got a few things wrong yesterday uh, on Saturday. But the players, you put a bunch of players, it doesn't matter who, what players go out there. If they've got the main United shirt on, the least you expect is a work ethic. And that wasn't there. Rio, let me just stop you right there. There's breaking news that is saying that Ten Hag is apparently now willing to allow Ronaldo to leave. Now, I was getting at you last week saying you're on the Ronaldo friend retainer, etc. Bro, that attitude for me, like I said, it's, it's, it's not good enough at the moment, man. It, it, for me, what I'm looking from the outside in, right, it's affecting the team, man. This is a time when Man United players need to be sticking together. Ragnick's apparently got people doing 13.9 kilometer runs because that's the amount that they ran uh, minus, like less than Brentford. You know, you need people on board. You can't have people sulking. As great of a Man United legend he is, he should be coming out there doing that talk that De Gea did after the game, not the other way around, you know? And no, well, I think, I think De Gea, he, De Gea, he sorted that interview. He wanted to go and do it because he felt at fault and felt responsible, which is understandable. Um, listen, Cristiano's not going to go against what he normally does. He doesn't normally talk much after a game. Very rarely do you see him speaking after matches, uh, right, unless he actually has to. That's not the way he's always been like that. So, But what I would say is that the biggest thing for me is there's two things. Is his reputation and who he is weighing heavy on others' shoulders. And you say, and, and is, his, is his energy about wanting to be there? Right? The best chances of the day fell to him for Man United. They were half chances. There was still an impetus for him to try and get chances. Didn't score, obviously, in the game. Didn't, didn't get changed. But, and we're, we're going to be speaking to, 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 to Nani this week as well. And I'm going to ask him this question because I think it was with... Yeah, um, it's, it's the, compar- the comparison that I'm, I'm drawing here is, is Roy Keane. Joaquin was a huge character, a leader. He was aggressive. He was in people's faces. Very different to Cristiano, but he had an aura around him that that I felt and players who I speak to who were there suppressed some people, suppressed some players' natural instincts, natural um, way of playing, the way they carried themselves around the training ground and in matches. The likes of John O'Shea, I think even Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, um, Wes Brown, Darren Fletcher, definitely. Darren Fletcher will tell you that himself. Um, when he left Roy Keane, they, they flourished as not only football players, but as people. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, not so much as a football player, but, but it's more they were allowed to breathe and they felt more comfortable. He'd done so much positive for them. He was brilliant for them in the way he spoke to them, them, them players. But also, at times, he was maybe a detriment to them in the, the pressure that he put on them, unknowingly, I suppose, um, just because of who he was and the stature of player he was. And I, I think maybe Cristiano's stature, he's not a talker and someone's going to sit down at a table and talk to people, but he's more, you're going to watch me and you're going to learn. And he, the aura that he has and the one of being one of the best players ever, I think could be a burden on some of these players and they're not, they're not able to, 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 to handle that, that pressure that's coming from someone like him. I'm that maybe what, what what is an element. I'm sorry, Rio, but even when Roy Keane was having hard times, what you saw, he, what he gave on the pitch, 
didn't translate to that. Yes, he might have gone on. No, and no, 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 Man United were never in a position that they're in now. So you can't say, oh, Rio would have done this or Roy Keane would have done, was doing this. Uh, we were winning trophies year in, year out. It's a very different environment. This is a toxic, negative environment that's been in this place for a long time now. So it's very different. And no one would know how a Roy Keane would be in this situation or me or whoever it would be in this situation because we didn't live and breathe in this situation at Old Trafford. You're right. But... Are you agreeing with his attitude at the current moment, yes or no? What do you, what do you mean? Listen, I think he's, dis, he's, he's not happy. And what we don't know is what's gone on behind the scenes. Okay, let's give, give you a scenario. What if he's been told in, in pre-season before he come back? You know what? We're bringing in players. We know that we're behind. There's a lot to catch up on. We're going to be bringing in world-class players, players that are going to help you get to the next phase and, and, and improve this team and be a, a contender and be a competition minimum for ch- for top four. If you as a person are told that, yeah, let's hypothetically say that you've been told that and look at the transfer window right now, would you not be sitting there going, hold on a minute, this, this, this ain't right. This ain't, this ain't what I bought into. This ain't, this ain't where I want to be, given what, you, what, what levels that you play to and what you want to achieve in your career still. Is it Ten Hag's fault? No, I don't think it is. I, think, I said on why, the show with Steve the other day. Like he takes it out on Ten Hag then. That's Ten Hag's team. No, but we're, we're interpreting the uh, uh, body language. Well, you can't yeah. do that. We yeah. don't know what's going on in there. You don't know what's going when, Listen, how many times a player walks off the pitch unhappy and says, you know what, throws his arms and that's out of all the blah, blah, blah. That's normal. If players weren't doing that, we'd be sitting here saying, why aren't they doing that? Why aren't they unhappy? If players are sitting cuddling others, you know what, come on, mate, just got beat four and it's cool, it's cool. We'll be sitting there going, I don't want that in my club. Now, someone's upset and angry and you're going, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Come on, man. You can't have it always. Right. I'm sorry, Ria. I'm going to be putting you on the ropes all season long, mate. Steve, when you picked uh, Heaton last week to start, we all laughed at you. Uh, we pinned it on the five Twitter. If you're not following the five Twitter, make sure you follow. But you were sorry, dead Steve. Before you start, before before you start, Joe, I don't know how come you keep picking Ronaldo like like he's the problem. No, no, because I'm not, like, I'm there, not there's afraid. so many other players in this squad that are doing less and less contribute contributing less. No, 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 it's not being afraid. But ask the right questions. There's more players that have contributed far less than Cristiano Ronaldo, and you keep calling him because he's the big name. The come on, bro. Can I just have he's a say, Ronaldo, before you move on? The professional goalkeeping. Go on, Steve. I see. I saw the, the Ronaldo stuff when it broke, and I, and I saw someone say he sits on his own in the canteen. One, whether he sits on his own in the canteen, bears zero impact on anything. I don't. I, I, that's the weirdest. It does. Of it, does it does. Steve. No, it does. That's team spirit. It, it, you can't tell is, me. But, you can't tell me that it's okay for someone to come into work and they're going to sulk in the corner and sit by themselves. And you say it has no, zero. It doesn't say that he's sulking. It, it said he sits. This is his say, by the way. He's happy. All right, yeah. he's in the corner. He's eating his cake by himself. He's got his tea and he's happy. This right, is this, this is hearsay. Joe is believing everything that's written in these damn papers. Were hey man, I go and eat on my own when I'm at his lunch every day. Cause I want left. I want to be left alone. Like <laughs> you don't know what the circumstances are, and it just says he eats on his own. That might be his choice. That, like Rio said, one, it's hearsay. Two, it's irrelevant to anything. And I don't like how Ronaldo... I, I said in the show that we did last week, I would have sold him because I would have hoped to try and reinvest. Now, there's no guarantee if you do sell him, you do reinvest. 
But I would have moved him on because I thought it was a short-term thing. It didn't work out. Let's try that other direction because the clock's ticking on him anyway. Whether he's here for six months, 12 months, he won't be here in three years' time. I think we all know that. So I think I would have moved him on anyway. But that doesn't mean making the scapegoat. United lost 4-0 this weekend. Changing the striker doesn't keep a clean sheet. Like, let's not blame everything that's just happened on Israel right. petulant. Yeah, the guy was petulant when he was a Ballon d'Or winner. The guy was petulant when he was banging 42 goals in. He ain't changed. This club's changed. He, he's uh, definitely coming in there. He's coming here, and I guarantee you, he is sitting there like this, like, like, amazed. Like, what is this? This isn't This isn't what I, I've, I've expected to come back into. I reckon Ten Hag is walking in going, I didn't know it was this bad. I, 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 and, and I, is it irretrievable? It's, does it need a, an absolute mass turnover where, you know what, all of you ain't good enough. I'm getting rid of all of you. You can't do that. That's, that's, I think that's a dream scenario. I think if Eric Ten Hag could say, listen, I'm going to get rid of all of these players here and start with another 11, I think he would. I think he actually would. That's how you know bad it is. a bad idea. The, 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 the news came out this morning, they're letting Jimmy Garner go. Jimmy Garner's better than the midfielders that we're picking week in, week out. He proved that in the championship last year. And people say, well, that was the championship. Okay, well, the same Jack Grealish was in the championship and lighting it up in a similar way to the way Jimmy Garner's done. He's coming at the Premier League, done exactly the same. Jimmy Jack Garner will Jack do Grealish the same. If we sell him to another Premier League team, he's just going to replicate what he did in the championship for them. And that's our player that we don't need to pay for. He's right there, right now, ready to pick, and we're overlooking. Now, I will put... Do you know what you, know, do you know what, do you know, do you know what you said, sorry, um, Steve, that I'm going to have to backtrack on, and I'll, I'd actually agree with you right now, um, after really dis- shouting you down last time, and you went, you know what, throw the kids in. I would. Because you know why? Because when you don't get effort, you don't deserve to get the shirt. When you don't get the right application, you don't deserve to get the shirt. When you don't have the balls to play, you don't deserve to get the shirt. Do you know what I mean? When you're not working, you're not running yourself into the ground, you don't deserve to wear the shirt. There's young kids in there, like you say, Jimmy Garner, Charlie Savage, Zidane. Like there's more, uh, all these other kids that you, you keep, uh, whether they're good enough, right, in terms of actual players in the long run, is not the point for me. I think it's beyond that. You need to send a message to people and say, you ain't just going to keep getting a shirt. Mistake after mistake, lack of application every week, desire not there, moaning behind the scenes probably. I bet they're all moaning and pointing the finger. Like, it's not good enough. So right, put kids now, in. Rio, I remember when uh, Ragnick um, said that the team slash the club needed an open heart surgery. You were actually pretty critical of him and that. Now looking at it, with what you can see, hindsight. Critical of what, sorry? Of uh, saying that Ragnick, basically Ragnick said that the team needed open heart surgery, right? Changes needed yeah. to be made. You were pretty critical of him. Now that you're in this situation, do you regret saying what you said? Are you looking at it a little bit no, differently no, no. now? No, no, no. I, 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 I criticise him for one thing was to be going public with it. Okay. Let's get this all done behind the scenes because I was from an era at the club where things mm-hmm. were, you tried to keep it, behind the closed doors. If there was things going to be done or altered behind the scenes at the club, let's get our work done quietly and let the people see the fruits of that openly in the public afterwards. Not a problem. But I have to say, Ralph Raniak was absolutely bang on. He told people exactly how it is. He saw it for what it was. He saw that a lot of these players aren't good enough and you're going to need a, need a mass turnover of players. Now, whether that's economically viable 
is a different story. But he was just telling us to say, listen, these players here, who everyone thinks or they think are good enough, are not. So let's get it going now. Let's shuffle the pack and shake it up and move people on now and get others in that are worthy of being here. And have the club responded to what he said? Have they taken in? That's, what, that's the questions I'd love to be able to go and question and ask, and ask people and, and, and find out of the people that are making decisions behind the scenes with the players in terms of recruitment. Did, did, any, did people take what he said on board and take it with a pinch of salt or go, you know what, actually he's right. Let's start doing it. Because that's the, that's the burning question for me. Ralph Raniak's been proven right. He's been in there. He's seen it. Have they worked off of the intel that he's given them? Are they working off the intel that he's given them? That's the burning question. No. They should be. Well, let me tell you something, guys. You've got Liverpool on Monday, right? And uh, judging by how you guys are going on, it's going to be another somber vibe with five. Uh, moving on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Now, moving on. Sorry, to... sorry, Steve. I mean, Joe, Joe, Steve, have you got anything to add, by the way? Yeah, I've got to say, uh, Arsenal got smacked up in our first three games last season, and he was still sitting here eating cake at the end of the year. Yeah, you so maybe, you like you always say, you ain't Arsenal. Arsenal fans, you never <laughs> learn. You, you always crow too early. 36 games to go, and you're out here wearing shades, mate. You're going to oh, go through. Dude. We're going to have more Arteta in and out than the Okie Koke. We're going to have you wearing shades, crying, eating cake. Thinking yeah. about going, moving to another country. It's, it's, All of these things are going to happen throughout the season. Don't mm. get too high. Don't get too low. Yeah, it's rough for United at the moment, but it's teaming problems, mm, right? Yeah, I, I think Rio nailed it before. Ralph Rangnick had it right, and he said what was right. I think people owe Ralph Rangnick a lot of apologies. I think Rio owes him an apology. Well. Apologies, and I think the best thing that United fan base can do is support Ten Hag. Give him all the love and support that we can give him because we know the killer of a job that he's in. As I was trying to pick my team for this weekend for my preview, I'm like, there's no options here. It's like the first 11 players that get in the dressing room in the morning. You, you guys are going to play because there's nobody else. There's no option. That's it. Who's going to play front? It's Ronaldo, right? Who's going to play on the left wing? Yeah, it's Rashford. Who's going to play the right wing? Like the team literally picks itself. You've got like one or two options to pick. Who am I going to pick at left back? Mm. And I think you went with the wrong choice. You know Steve. why. And then who do you pick at centre half? I'll tell you one thing. Tell you one thing, Steve. I think he needs, he needs to go to a back three because we can't keep the ball out of the back of the net. And if you, the, the, what you, you, you play a back three a lot of the time is when you haven't got good enough defenders to be able to defend the goal. And we need to do that. Look, we'll talk to Nani later on this week and he can give us the info on his career and what he thinks of the current situation. Rio, did you see Arsenal's fantastic win against Leicester 
on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You, you you have to say that Arsenal, they look they look well. Jesus looks phenomenal at the moment. Involved in all four goals, um, he's in my dream team. So smashed it for me. Um, oh, but I think the way the way you guys are playing, that you look like you've gone up a level. I think your recruitment has been first class. Jesus, top 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 addition. Uh, Zinchenko, you bought two players that came from a winning culture to understand how to win. So that's an absolute added value that you've got there, regardless of ability. Um, but the way the rotations, Martinelli, if he stays fit, mate, this guy, I told you just before that what, what yeah, Arteta told me about him, that he could be be the next type of suarez type player. Um, but even Brendan Rodgers, I was interested to hear Brendan Rodgers' uh, comments. He, he said that Arsenal have gone up a level from last season with the additions that they've had. So it looks positive for you guys. The only one thing I will say is that you still... When you're conceding so goals that the way you way, way you do like that, um, even problems. you can't keep doing that. Yeah, yeah, you can't keep. That's the only that's the only negative. But I think for all Arsenal fans, you've got to be. I understand why you're sitting there in a pair of shades after two games. Come on, Saliba. He's uh, a player that's been compared to by Gary Neville, uh, by I think William Gallas as well, like a young Rio Ferdinand. Personally, I think he's better than you at his current age. But you tell me your thoughts on Saliba. At what age? At what age? Yeah, he was in his fighters, mate. Of course, he's better than him now. Twenty-one. How old is, how old is he? By no, the way, when you were twenty-one, when he was twenty-one, weighing it up, oh. definitely Saliba over Rio. Well, he, he's, he was. How many Premier League games has he played? And I mean, how many Premier League games did I play at that point? <laughs> we're compared, yeah, because we're twenty-one. Yeah, went to broke the British transfer record at that time. People are drawing comparisons. It's a madness. Give the boy time, man. Give him some time. But he's, he's doing well, man. He's got in. Listen, you don't judge players, right, when the, when it's all going well. We, you, you, yeah, you say brilliant. I like to see the next phase. When mm. it goes against you or when the team are in a little bit of distress, now I still want to see the chest popping out. I still want to see the shoulders back. And I still want to see you wanting the ball. And I still want to see you on the front foot and showing that determination and desire. A lot of what we're not getting at Man United. But, but, but Saliba, he's, he's showing great potential. Young player of the year in in, in uh, uh, France last year. He's got a lot to do here to 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 make sure he stays in that team. But he started off very very well. Steve, Man City pumping Bournemouth four 0 Harlan not even scoring. Hardly had any touches. He had like eight or nine touches. Still involved. Are you jealous of the noisy neighbours? I'm jealous that they've got owners that give a shit. Yeah, of course I am. Um, you look at the disparity between the investment in both the clubs over the last 15 years, it's two or three billion apart, and that's just what's on the books, let alone what didn't go on the books. So I think, yeah, you'd have to say you are. The the training facility that they've built right in the centre of town is wicked. You know, we haven't seen the sort of investment that they've, they've had in that. Um, and, you know, Pep's had the privilege of being able to replace genuine world-class players with with other potential world-class players that no other manager in the world gets. Of course I am. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Rio, Conte, having a scrap, uh, a little uh, scrap with Tuchel, 2-2. Two, two. How many Chelsea, times? I thought Chelsea played really well. Joe, Go how on. many times have we been on air and I've, I've shouted saying, where's the passion, man? Where's the where's the hate? Where's the, the, the dislike for the opponent? Where's the... the the, the, the subplots for games you know now coming into the next time these two teams come up against each other that's going to be the story between these guys I want it with I want it with players but you take it with managers the last we saw this was I don't know Fergie with Wenger or Fergie with Mourinho or whatever, whatever it was but oh Rafa 
But this is the type of stuff that sets football apart and the Premier League apart. These subplots, these little rivalries that are built through desire to win. Listen, and all the people that said, like, forget, we, we, we got Ten Hag, I'm happy with Ten Hag, don't get me wrong. But all the people that said that Conte wasn't for Man United need to shut up because this guy shows the passion, hey. the desire, the will, the, the, he had the England captain and the golden boot winner from last season in a heap in pre-season on the sidelines, spewing up in pre-season saying to him, listen, you want to play for me? You want to be a part of this team? You want to be part of a winning culture? Get on your all fours and be sick for it because I'm going to work you to the bone to get you ready. And what, what it showed yesterday, Chelsea were the better team for me yesterday. They were, they were brilliant. And I, I know they'll be devastated. I saw Reese James's comments after. They'll be devastated and that they didn't get the results. Suck a punch, last minute goal by Harry Kane. But what that showed me yesterday in a little, a little piece of what you expect from a Conte team is fight. That never say die spirit, the determination and the key word again, the desire to get over the line and pull a result out. And that is that that result was a reflection of the manager and his character and personality, what he's instilling in his team. And that will push them on to, 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 to be better than what they've been in the last year, definitely. Big win for Steve Cooper. Uh, Nottingham Forest beating West Ham 1-0. Uh, was really, really happy for them. Uh, moving it across as well. Whoa, to... whoa, whoa. You're not, you're not skipping over that. We've had De Gea dropping out. Wait, shocker in and yeah, Manny, oh. Manchester United's goalkeepers out here. Was it a man of the match performance? It was not far off if it wasn't. In Dean Anderson. Dean Anderson, yeah. Brilliant. Penalty save, yeah. He saved the penalty, definitely. The distribution. He's taking the ball outside the yeah. box. Steve, people are talking about David Hare's distribution and saying, now, should he, is, is he the right player for, for Ten Hag and the way he wants to play? He had an honour before, he was great with his feet, he's now at Inter. But um, do, it, people are questioning whether David Hare is the right style of goalkeeper and you've got that Dean Henderson, is he good enough with his feet if you're talking about him? But also, you look at the situation when Pep Guardiola came into Manchester City, immediately takes a club legend in Joe Hart straight out of the team because fundamentally, his skill set wasn't right for the way Pep Guardiola wanted to play. And there was uproar at the time. But you're looking at now with Edison there, everyone's going to the best decision ever. Are you of the mindset that you think that David De Gea falls into that category or not, given that he's been the best player for four of the last six years? On the ball, is, is it very important? But one of the things that frustrates me the most, and De Gea's not been the same all the way through his career. When he came, I actually thought he had really good distribution. He played confident. He would chip balls out to the fullbacks, maybe like you know, 30 yard up the pitch a little bit. He'd go over um, a press and he would deliver a nice little ball. I don't know if that was working with Eric Steele and I don't know if losing Eric Steele has changed how he goal keeps. But he had good distribution when he first came. And obviously, he had to add size on. But he's never come and claimed a cross. And that frustrates the life out of me. If the ball's in the six-yard box, I want my keeper claiming it with violence. I want him to be just steaming out there and getting it. Anything in the six-yard box should be his. A bit further out than that, then obviously it depends on the situation. But we're conceding stuff that's on the six-yard line. We're seeing him rooted to his line. I ain't no goalkeeper coach. but I know that that's not right. And when I look at other goalkeepers at the club, I see I see Tom Heaton doing stuff better than De Gea. Now, I don't think his instinctive shot stopping is in the same class, but there's like seven or eight different aspects that make up you being a good goalkeeper. 
It's like people say, oh, one was and the first one nowadays is being good with your feet, playing out. It's mad. It's changed. Yeah. People say Juan Bissaka make a good centre half, and I think they're off their they're off their meds. Centre halves don't really make tackles for one, and that's the one thing that Juan Bissaka's got. But I don't think his positioning, his awareness, his playing out. He couldn't play centre half for all of those other different reasons. And I think it's the same sort of thing. Apply. I think it's really really basic analysis to say the hey is a good shot stopper, so keep him in net because he's a very very good shot stopper. But he doesn't claim crosses. He doesn't inspire confidence. I don't think he marshals the defence. I don't think he inspires confidence in the defence. You're right, it doesn't play out. At the moment, I'm seeing so many chances. I don't think the defence necessarily help him, but I'm seeing so many times that he just bangs it for a throw-in. Steve, you got to be Steve, better than that. Steve, just before we wrap up, yeah, remember pre-season we were having the chats me and you Rio and we were talking about Martinez being a centre half and his height potentially being an issue and I said watch when he comes up against the big lad and I said Dominic Calvin-Lewin and he just you know smashes it over Boof. you see what Ben Mee did to him on the weekend he's going to be a target mate seriously like from, from I know for a fact there'll be players now centre half you know they're going up to set pieces and there'll be centre forwards Mitrovic Nunez Haaland Wood, etc. Dominic Calvert-Lewin's, all of them. They'll be sitting there going, "Oh my God, get me in the team! I've got." A, there's definitely chances there, minimum, right? I was, I was speaking to Alan Shearer yesterday on on the text, yeah, and we were talking about it, and I said, like, he used to lick his lips at the far post when the ball was plopped up to the far post. He used to lick his lips when there was six foot four centre halves waiting in front of him. Wow. Let alone a five foot nine centre half. So imagine what these guys will be thinking when they've got a five foot nine guy standing there and thinking, just tee it up and I've got to run on him. They're not even have to jump. Bang. Put him and the ball in the back of the net. Ben Mee, when have you ever, with all due respect, when have you ever seen him really bully a, a, a centre half in the opposing team's box and bundle the ball in? Not, not often in his career. You don't put him down as one of them types. But he does, he does in, in his second game of the season. But... That's the, Listen, for all the good that he's got and how good it is taking the ball and confident with the ball, he's tenacious, etc. That element there is a massive factor in the Premier League. In, in, in the Dutch League or the Spanish League, Mascherano played there brilliantly for, for, for Barcelona because they had the ball 80% of the time. And not, not in, in Spain and in Champions League football, there ain't many aerial battles. That if, there's not, not, not too many that you're going to have to go for and, and, and be great at to get through a game and hang your hat on it. Whereas in the Premier League, it offers different proposition to any league in the world. You go to a scout, right? And you go to an under-15s game and you're a professional team and you go to the scout, listen, I've got a centre-half here. He's five foot nine, really good on the ball, blah, blah. Do you fancy taking him to a professional team? The scout's going to go, five foot nine, no chance, mate. He's not big enough. That's what they're going to say. It's a fact. Listen, guys, I have to wrap this up because we've got a, a, a chat you know, play him in a free. You know, play him in a free is fine. Yeah. Sorry, go on. We've got a chat that's coming up. I, I'm letting you guys know, watching the audience, by the way, uh, that we have an interview with Nani that we're doing on Wednesday. It's going to be coming out. We're going to be talking to him about his career, playing with Rio, uh, his thoughts on the current Man United team, and it's going to be amazing. Make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe. Audio listeners, make sure you keep listening. It's going to be amazing. we got content. All week on five. It's going to be incredible. Please make sure you follow five on socials. Myself, Steve, Rio, and yeah. Joe, what do you want to say, Rio? Joe, just, 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 just give it a couple of weeks and them shades and that shirt will be off. Don't trust me. Oh, no, all he, the people watching, he ain't going to be sitting no, there like this on a regular like basis. Said, he's I up am. and down. You, you, don't, don't, deserve deserve you don't deserve yeah, to see my eyes. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't yeah, deserve yeah. to see my eyes. Yeah, come you off, come off the it. screen, come off the screen. Good. See you next week. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 